Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for seminal headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, managing editor Ira Chofel, and senior writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, pistols and pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. These seminal headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio at Warchant TV begins right now. I'm excited about that. My boys to my left and right here. As uh, we get started, and as always, we'd like to say uh, thanks to all of you for uh, watching and listening. If you're listening on 93.3 Real Talk Radio, watching on War Chant TV, make sure you like and subscribe. And our thanks to Register Sausage. As uh, always, uh, I say, yay, sausage. <laughs> yeah. What's the good news? Every time we do this opener <clears throat> and I mention Register Sausage, you immediately follow whatever introduction I have, the A Sausage uh, moniker there, with, hey, they just expanded to California. Ten million people bought mm. sausage last week from Register Sausage. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's uh, We need a news service, the Register <laughs> Sausage <laughs> news service yeah. with uh, daily updates. Maybe, we'll, uh, maybe let Ben will let me take over the Twitter feed. Uh, nothing major this week, although I think uh, some good times coming up soon. Tom told me that uh, Ben... Is uh, going to have a register sausage team. He is in the uh, golf tournament. In the golf the JCS tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. playing in that? Of course. No. Are you playing on his team? No. 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 I play on my team. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I see. The loyalties only go so far. Yeah. Yeah. No. We're 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 proud to have him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Kim actually went to a little grocery shopping last night. Told me she she got some registers. She's going to make. She makes a dish. It's really awesome. It's like shrimp, sausage, potatoes, mm. and corn. I like this. like corn on the cobs. Yeah. Yeah. On a like in a. Like a she like bakes it or boils it or whatever bakes it is. It. It's it's uh it's really good. It's really good. But anyway, the register sausage. Well, you let me know. Completely swing on by. Yeah, we'll sit on the porch. It's beautiful out these days. Are registermeats.com is the website. You can have it delivered unless you live anywhere basically in the country. Now it seems like this. You're good to you're go. Popping up on shelves everywhere. All right. You want to add to that? Anything? No, I'm just waiting oh, yeah. for the next update. Needs to be Canada. I want to know when we're into Canada, Canada or Mexico. You, you keep it North America first, and then we venture out into the uh, I like you know, across the ocean. We're uh, we're we're on our way. All right, so it's a busy week. It's a good week. Uh, we have pro day. We have practice today. We had a scrimmage on Saturday. I think we should probably start with going back to the scrimmage. Although for those that are listening to the program, they should know that none of us were there. Nobody was allowed to be there at the uh, scrimmage itself, which is unfortunate. But uh, we did get to hear from the coaches afterwards and their assessments. And I, I generalized this on Monday's uh, J- Jeff Cameron show. I thought it sounded like the guys that had been playing well going into the scrimmage played well in the scrimmage. Like the, the guys that had been showing out at the practices that we've been at, Micah Pittman, for example, right. he had been playing really well going into the scrimmage, apparently had a good scrimmage. Uh, a lot of the guys had, both the both quarterbacks, had been playing well going into the scrimmage. When they had time, they 
played well in this scrimmage. Um, and again, uh, Ezra Thomas is a guy, uh, you know, Sam McCall is a guy that continued to rise up the depth chart or so it looked like they would be. It appears now, listening to Adam Fuller, like they've basically moved into second team. Um, got some reps with yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, second team. So, I, I, again, the guys that have been playing well continue to play well in the scrimmage. I think it's a fair assessment. Before we go into that, uh, you mentioned the JCS show on Monday, and yeah. I, I hate to bring this no, up no. again. Hey, 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 that's – you look I, I right there. This time. You I look literally right don't there, know what's, buddy. I don't know what's going on over right there. Right there. That guy canceled on me so over the some cockamamie pro day nonsense. Is it the second week we in a row? one guy no, going no, no, pro Last week here. they canceled on me, so I mean, I had to let oh, people know that's what, what I'm saying. They canceled on me. There seems to be some is, friction. I mean, there are people. <laughs> this has been going on for 18 years. It's like you guys have been doing this on Mondays, the Ira Monday, for 18 years. You're creating the friction. And all of a sudden, (laughs) it is just, it's falling off a cliff. Like this, we can't, it's not, you can't depend on it anymore. Hey, let me tell you, this one, this one hurt. Uh, (laughs) I was all, I I pimped it for like 45 minutes. And don't forget, we'll get Ira's thoughts on the scrimmage. And then... And now my staff, which is fantastic, my cohorts. Your staff? Yeah, my staff. <laughs> the, f- the folks who work on the Jeff Cameron sure, show. The sure. minions. Yeah. yeah. So I was not alerted to Ira's cancellation, last mm. second cancellation. It was not a last second I was not. I was last not hour, told. last minute. It wasn't, it wasn't before the show. I got the bad signal probably in, you know, around the beginning of the show, early okay. in the show. Yeah, and I said, look, man, I can't do it. I've got the uh, yeah. pro day interview. I, yeah. I didn't get any of that. I didn't get text or anything. I mean, I'm closer to this guy than anybody on the <laughs> right. camera show staff. I know. That's what's so con- confounding that. about yeah. it. I don't, I don't, it's confusing. I don't so, understand what's going on. Just so you know, this is how it hit me. At 2.20, <laughs> we're going to break, and I know the 2.30 segment's the Iris segment. It's we all one. do now. We That's all, what we've yeah. grown up with. And so it's kind of <laughs> like, here we go, here we go. And so we're going to break, and I had been – uh, giving everybody, uh, regaling everybody with my thoughts on each position group. And I was like, but you don't have to hear from me. Iris Chaffel is coming up <laughs> the next. Authority. And then Matthew, Director Matthews, frantically, no, he's called it off. He's on the <laughs> other side. He's called it off. And then Tom's in my ear because he couldn't be in studio. He's like, oh, no, he canceled. He canceled. You got to tell the people he's not coming yeah. on. And I couldn't do it. I was like, oh, I'm up against it. We're up against the break. It's a hard out at yeah. the bottom of the hour. So we went to break. I had to disappoint everybody when we came back. That's oh, how well, last second it was. And it is disappointing, I'll be honest. Like I you like know, you're I, on a walk. Well and you're I'm listening a, to right. the JCS. And so I'm on I'm on a walk and then I'm on I'm I'm scrolling through the cause I like to watch the YouTube feed. Figure mm. it's a better view. It gives us yeah. more a little little you bit get of to cash. Look at me. You get and to I get the, to look at you. You yeah. get to see the picture of me from so that's what I, I kept fast forwarding <laughs> to see the, the raven haired Ira Chauffel. I kept looking to see that picture pop up and I'm like again. Again, it's two this, weeks in a row. Yeah, you're like I'm gonna have to. Intervene. I did. I did. I did end. Uh, I stopped the the scrolling right when you were talking about the Oscars, which was funny. But then I'm like, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna see this Ira thing, and it never happened. And, and it's, it's a disappointment, it. man. Yeah, it is. Well, he's well, here now, though. That's on him. We got him here today. He did, you know, he showed up for this tomorrow. One. I mean, next Monday, will it happen? I, this... I am. I'm okay. I'm gonna let bygones <laughs> be bygones. I just I worry that this is be- gonna become just a thing. The consistent, he's not on anymore. No, no, he'll be on. He'll be okay. on. I think. I mean, he's standing right here, but I, I, I think he's gonna be on again. <laughs> <Can> we... <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get okay. forward. Well, he's on right now, so let's do, let's do this. Let's start to assess the scrimmage. So, hey, because I, you know, I'm pretty uh, blunt and boisterous and pretty straightforward. Mm, and, and not a lot of nuance you. here. Not mm-hmm. a lot of nuance here uh, when it comes to opinions about a team, a thing, a sport, a person. Which is a good thing in talk radio. I think so. I think so. I mean, now there, when, there, when there needs to be nuance, we'll let it happen. But when it comes to things like what's good, what's not good, what we like, what we don't like, in terms of this football team, 
I don't think you have to be all that nuanced here. There are some positions where there's gray area here. But I think we, we would all say right now, if people were wanting to know what we think the strength of the team is, wouldn't we say up the middle on defense? Yeah, on both sides of the ball, honestly. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. That is yeah. correct. Right up the gut on offense and defense, you feel very good. Um now, we think we're going to feel really good about Caden Lyles eventually. We think. Yeah, we think. Okay, so that might be the one question mark about the up the middle. But other than that, right? I mean, we're good to go. We, like, Tatum Bethune has been a huge pickup yes. for them, and he's been very productive. It sounds like he was fantastic in the scrimmage, which wouldn't surprise you right. based on what we've yeah. seen up to now. Obviously, look at the interior of the defensive line. Right. You've got two guys that I think could play for anybody in this league easily and play at a plus level. We know Jamie Robinson's a good player. So, I mean, we, we've got guys up the gut. I think that's true right now that the spring has just kind of confirmed that. Yeah. Uh, Fabian Lovett uh, yeah. has been – you know, I would say – he and Cooper have probably been the two most cons- – and Bethune, I guess, the, that we've seen in the practices to me have been the three best players on defense. Duke Cooper. Cooper. Love it. Love it just – he's been built different, man. He just pushes dudes out of the way. He's he's good. Yeah. And then uh, Bethune have all been good. And they're – you know, Cooper's not up the middle, but those other two are, you know, essentially. And, yeah, that's – because you're not going to be as good on the edge. There's no chance. But if you can be better in the middle, uh, appreciably better, because these guys are older, stronger, better – Plus, you got a really good linebacker now. It would appear that that's a it's a good thing for the defense. Yeah, Maybe the cool, it offset. Does it offset what you lost on the edge? Well, and, uh, and the, no. Well, I, but I think the key is how close can you get? You know, uh, do we think Jared Verse is going to be what Jermaine was? Probably not. No. But he might not be a mile away. He's not going to be too. I mean, he's a fast, athletic, six yeah, four, two hundred fifty pound dude. Uh, he's not going to be as polished. But he there's a lot to work with there. And then the other side, I mean, Keir Thomas wasn't an All-American, and you got Dennis Briggs. I don't think I don't think the drop from Keir Thomas to Dennis Briggs is going to be some sizable drop. Let's um, hope, but that that's that's more hypothetical right now than proven, right? Yeah. right? No, Briggs sure. has to go prove that. Yeah, no, I agree, but it, but I'm just saying it's it's not like a guaranteed. There's no hope at those. Right. It's just there probably will be a drop off, but you, I do think you're strung up the middle. And then I think you know the question, the the only big question I think right now I have it is just that other corner position and whether or not. You know, I don't know. They have a bunch of guys that can play that other corner across from Amari and Cooper, but I don't know if any of them you'd say you'd feel good about tomorrow. Well, okay, so you don't know if that's going to be Knowles. You don't know if that's going to be Renardo Green. You don't know who that's going to be. But I do like the candidates to not be that drastic a drop-off, speaking of drop-offs, from Brownlee because Brownlee in coverage wasn't that's good. Fair. Brownlee was very good, yeah. physical, coming up against the run. Against average receivers, he could hold his own in coverage. But against any plus receiver, he struggled to cover, period. So I don't think they'll drop off in coverage is going to be significant with whomever it is that replaces Brownlee, you may have problems with whoever it is coming up and, and, and hitting. Speaking of which, how would you guys have handled this? If you guys were the head coach of Florida State football, mm, here we go. Okay. And you had a dismissal or you had a disciplinary issue with a player. Yeah. He ends up going in the transfer portal. Sure. And then he shows up at Pro Day to support some of his former teammates. How would you, what, what, yeah, man. what can you do? No, uh, he wouldn't have been, he would have been there. Uh, he would not have been but invited. what can you do? Yeah. I mean, once he just shows up because he showed up. Do you? I mean, if you're Norvell, are you going to like make him leave? No, um, because then you cause a yes. scene. I, you probably let that go. Yeah. Now, now that you know that, and that's a toughie. That's I don't know, man. Put you in a bad spot. I, and I don't think he, I don't think the teammates. Uh, well, they're on. They're a pro day now, right? So they're not even on the team. But, I guess there are other some of the current players there, with their team. Even the current players, I don't think they'd be like, man, what are you doing? Co-? I mean, I think they'd understand. Hey, you're not a part of this program anymore. This is one of the benefits and perks you lost by entering the portal. I, that would be my thought. Yeah, and, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but 
You're not wanting to throw hands, but you got a lot of big dudes around around you that can. But he's you know he's there to support you know the the guys he played with that are yeah you know and he wants to support. He could Facetime them later. He could Facetime. (laughs) I just thought it was a tough spot. It is a tough Norvell. I'm not sure exactly how to handle it. It is a weird deal. That's a tough spot, especially if you if it's unexpected. Dude just walks in and we're in the middle of something here. I don't have time to like. And it was not. Yeah, and it wasn't like if he had been there early. Then maybe somebody could go over to him quietly, right. but he, you know, I think he showed up midway through. It was, in a, but it wasn't an amicable breakup. You know, I mean, no. you could tell when I mean, Norvell yeah. was asked yeah. about no, it, no. he did not want to. He he was like, "We wish him the best," but it was very curt. Yeah, how could it um, be? Yeah, though? of course it's not. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I would have been maybe we're just old dudes that don't don't forgive or move on. But I would have been like, "No, man, this isn't your program anymore. Wherever you transfer to, go to their pro day. See <laughs> see how that works out." So on the other side, um, in terms of things that we're concerned about. I'll voice my concern for this offensive line still. I don't like it. I, I, I think you've got the interior is pretty good. We think because Caden Lyles is going to eventually be that starter. In the, at center. I think he we will think. Be. We yeah. think. I like both guards where, who projects to play guard. I like that. I don't think you have tackles here. I don't think you have people that you love a tackle. I don't love Robert Scott. I didn't love him last year. I don't love him now. Uh, I don't like your options. Uh, and then I know they wanted uh, – I'm forgetting his name to to step up uh, and 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 help create depth. Willis, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lloyd, Lloyd he's very forgettable. I, I, that's that hasn't happened at all. He doesn't look prepared, or and I'm not saying he won't eventually be, but he's not now. And I don't think that that you can count on him to be reliable depth in terms of being a plus player. I don't think he is. Right, he was a guy that we talked about before. He's a basketball player. They Willie signed him as kind of a red stretch, just kind of a hoping he would because he's physically Yeah, you look at him. He's a big think, strong kid. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know that we've seen anything this spring that makes you feel good about it. Here's what I don't know. And this is and again this is where where maybe I'm overly nuanced sometimes, okay. Jeff Cameron. <laughs> this is where we we, yeah. we yeah. discuss where we differ yeah. sometimes. I don't know like I don't know what's in Alex, Alex Atkins' mind. Like I don't know if he's sees the guys he's working right now in some of these positions and, and knows because of prior experience, I can get this guy to where he needs to be or close to it by August or September. Or is he looking at it the same way we do? Is like, man, we got to go find somebody in the portal. I don't, you know, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how, I don't, you know, again, another example, Darius Washington moving to guard. I, I haven't seen anything that makes me think, oh yeah, that works. Like when Cam Irving moved to center, yeah, well, I think was it was immediate. like it yeah. was like one yeah. day they were yeah. like, okay, that that solves our problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, I don't know that we've seen that. So now does he go back to tackle? And if he does, you know, you're yeah, back you where play. you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. Right now, you don't, you don't. When you watch that offensive line, you're not thinking, okay, we're set. No, not at all. And I was hoping to see that group. I thought that group would be further along. Now they are likely experimenting with a lot of different things. We see that. Another thing is, in fairness, and Dylan Gibbons brought this up, uh, he's mentioned it, but Caden Lyles coming over had to not only learn, um, you know, obviously a new offense, uh, but the new verbiage and everything. And he is, he's like, it's going to take him a while. This spring is for him to get acclimated as opposed to dominate. Right. But you look at him physically and say, once he learns, I you feel good about him. We all think he's going to be the starter, yeah. right? Without that, question, that would we be do. crazy well, if he wasn't. Well, and he needs to be because Maurice Smith's too small. Yep, he is. He's, he's just not, too just small. Not getting there's, just no, there's just no getting around that. He's just too small. Um, now, he's technically sound and he's athletic, but he's too small. 
And Lyles is a is a monster physically. Yeah. Uh, put him. You know that's what if Washington can be a guard and Gibbons is a guard and then Lyles in the middle. Oh, that's why the thousand pounds. You feel good about. Yeah, that. you, you feel, feel really good, good up about there. that. But the, yeah, Bless Harris is the other guy at the other tackle. Who's but he's had moments. He hasn't been I overwhelmed. Think Bless may end up having to start. I absolutely. I think he I mean, came here to start. So we'll see if that happens. But yeah, I think the other side. You'd like to have right now. You have two starting ish tackles, and one of them's Robert Scott, who hasn't been great. You'd like to have at least one more in the mix that can push those guys. Well, that's and that why might be where the portal, transfer portal. That's where the yeah. portal comes in. Yeah, and they're not going to say that, but I mean, just if we're if we're looking at all the pluses, there are some negatives. I I don't think this line is going to be a, a a very good offensive line. They can maybe be average, and if they are, that's better than they've been in a long time. So we'll yeah. see. Some of the headlines: ninety three three Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Ho 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 horizons. It took, Bar and grill. It took all the strength I had not to interrupt you, turn off your mic, and go home. Do you like how I closed my eyes when I sang? Too? Oh, believe me, that was the best part. I didn't look at it, thankfully. It was unbelievable. He looked like like Al Jarreau or something. <laughs> <laughs> like Luther Vandross. Well, he was reference. making sure it was there. I want to apologize to Horizon Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, their delicious food uh, should not be overlooked by Corey's singing. Man, that's a great jingle game. the restaurant itself. Uh, but Horizons Bar and Grill is where, Ira? Bannerman Crossing. You're damn right North it is. East Tallahassee Ooh. off Thomasville Road and Bannerman Road. It's, uh, man, it's just, it's incredible food, incredible people, incredible beers. It's spirits. where we are a lot. We're, hey, before a, the end of the group. week, fellas, uh, any week, like you could be listening to this six weeks from yeah. now, let's let's all get together at Horizons Bar and Grill. We're there a lot. We really are. So if you want to see this in person, this trio <laughs> Never in mind person. the food. You get to see the three of us. But yeah, the food and the, the drinks, the, the patio, it's all good, man. It's all working. If it's you, all working at And Horizons. if you sing the theme song, they'll give you some free food, I think. I think you get the bill is paid for if you sing the song. But with, you have to sing it like I do. With, and tell them Corey's saying. With a bar tab. Yes, it's amazing. Correct. It's incredible. It's it incredible. Keeps growing. They're yes. so kind. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Yeah, we, uh, we, we talked about that offensive line. I think we sent some people into panic a little bit. I, we're, we're just saying that there are areas of strength on this team that are obvious when you watch practice and areas that still need to be developed. Well, you... We right now we think the offensive line has a chance to be better than it was a year ago. Yeah, and last be year's offensive it, line was better than the year before. But you were hoping for a big jump. I was yeah. hoping for a significant jump, and I and and there's some areas, and I think they were hoping for better depth. And I don't think you have better depth, and I don't think they're going to make an appreciable jump forward. I think they're going to be. I'm going to spend more time watching the tackles this week at <laughs> practice because it's important. Well, last week Tom was uh, doing our trench notes, so he was focused on the offensive line. So I would kind of drift over yeah, and do yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pay a little more attention. We'll see. Uh, we'll give okay. an updated report next week. It I is. want you to walk through these doors next Tuesday and be yeah. like, "You are crazy, There's Cameron. These tackles are dominant." Or maybe wall. say it on That's Monday. That's Tony Baselli over on there. Monday show. You can say it on Monday on his show yeah, if you're could. invited yeah, back. True. If yeah. that happens, two thirty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, you know, I, I think. The, the, the reality is it's a 5-7 and seven team. It's not all right. puppy dogs and rainbows, guys. Like, this isn't a good program right now. It's getting better. But, yeah, there are going to be some deficiencies. And, yeah, this, this offensive line was never going to be great. We were hoping it would be solid to pretty good. And it still has a chance. I mean, we're halfway through a spring practice. Like, LSU isn't for five months. But, yeah, it's not – they're not loaded with a bunch of Walter Joneses, but you guys knew that anyway. Yeah. Now let's uh, segue to a different position group and, and talk a little. I got asked this question yesterday. Maybe you guys have a different answer. Uh, and and this is not meant to be negative. I just want to while we're on the offensive side of the ball, uh, not seeing anything from tight end. 
you seen anything it beyond Cam Akers? Any, you, I mean, not Cam Akers. Cam McDonald. It, does, it really doesn't seem like it's been featured very much. No. I mean, I, I, well, I think, I I mean, think I, there's a reason for that, I Well, I don't know. I, I really, I mean, maybe, again, maybe I'm too nuanced, but I just feel like they've focused so much on getting the ball down the field that that hasn't been the the priority of what they're focusing on. Interestingly, um, Wyatt Rector's been the second best tight end. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like legitimately catches. been yeah. the second best he's tight made, end. He's made nice plays down the field. Yeah, yeah they're not. Look, you can't be great at everything, guys. You, <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't do it for this reason. Yeah. I just somebody asked about it in the chat about no, tight they haven't ends. been. Uh, they haven't been dynamic there. You no. keep waiting for Cam to take like some step. And right. he, I think because he, he looks is like what a he pro. Is. He looks like it just built perfectly, and he just doesn't have. I, I don't know that next level of something that he needs. Like he, he'll make a catch if it's there. He'll make maybe one guy miss or fall forward, but he's just not. He's yeah, he, he's a, a serviceable assessment. solid. He's not. He's not a special guy. But you know, again. We have, they they definitely don't have any anybody special at tight end. We can right. say that. But the you know, the the upgraded receiver, you hope in the passing game because look, man, Johnny Wilson is a he's not a tight end, but he could he could serve as one in yeah, their offense. Yeah, yeah. In 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 just obvious make sure passing downs. Just you don't call downs. him a tight end. Just call right. him a wide call receiver, him a wide receiver and, and, and line him up a tight end because he is a difference maker. He is a guy that if if you just said okay, we're gonna we're gonna view Johnny Wilson as a tight end. Well, you made a huge upgrade at tight end then. Yeah, in 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 the areas of the uh, middle of the field matchup, third is, downs. If yeah. he catches the ball consistently, he is. Uh, I I don't know at this young stage of his career will he if you if you have him block like a tight end. Now he can block out on the edge. Yeah. I wonder if he yeah. would be able to block real well in the, in the interior. Um, and Cam's fine. He's a good solid starter. I I, I do want to mention that they just I I was hoping that we would see a Jackson West or somebody like that moving on up and 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 starting to assert themselves. Not seeing it this spring right now. Now what we are seeing, I do think overall is improved play from the wide receivers. Since oh yeah, we're sticking on the offensive 100%. side of the ball. I, I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, and that is something that was such a, it was just the bane of their existence a year ago. Every time you did give the quarterback an opportunity. And guys could not beat one-on-one coverage, and and they would scheme one-on-ones. And if you're not beating one-on-ones, well, you ain't gonna get too many one-on-zeros. So you know this is what you got. There are some guys right now who I think can win some one-on-one battles, and that's exciting. And I bet that group only gets better as their confidence grows. And Jordan and Tate have more positive reps in the sense that they have more time. If they have that time, those we've seen it twice now. They've made plays down the football field that they didn't make a year ago. Yeah, Micah Pittman really surprises me, me because he, he's not, you know, we've talked about you need some bigger receivers with a bigger catch radius, and that's not him, but he goes and gets the ball. Catches every contested ball. It's insane. He's like one of those guards in basketball that just has a knack for rebounding. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, how does Derwin Kitchen get nine yeah. rebounds in a game? It's like, well, he just has a knack for getting to the ball and blocking people out, and he does that on his routes, man, even when he's not open. He also dives at everything um, and makes some incredible catches. He's Yeah, he's been really impressive. Um, yeah, I... I I thought he was going to be like a slot kind of throw it out to like a Keyshawn type, but no, he's a guy that could go make plays down the field. Well, you asked Norvell like why you know what is it about him? And in the first, I think the first thing he mentioned, one of the first things was body control. Yeah, and it, that it, that's kind of it. That's what makes great athletes great athletes. It's so a lot of these guys can if they're running in a straight line and the ball hits them in the hands, they'll yeah. catch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can a guy make those kinds of plays with his body control and then have the hands play through contact and then just want it? You know, he yeah. he seems like a competitor. Uh, which you need more of as it well. It is so strikingly different than what we watched yeah. at this time a year ago. I mean, they would not, Jeff, They would. you weren't out there a ton. Well, I can't remember how much you were out there I in the spring. I saw some of the spring. I mean, they, those, they didn't make a lot of catches. Even in one-on-ones, they got 
annihilated by the DBs, and that was not you know Buckley and Dion they were they were going up against, <laughs> you know and saying? they got annihilated. They didn't make any fifty fifty. They'd make like one a but one a practice. But that's where we did feel like Brownlee was like, man, Brownlee must be really yeah, coming man, on. These guys yeah. can't do anything with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they didn't make any one on one catches, contested catches, and now we know we know it's March. We know it's not September. But man, in practice, it just looks so much different. You throw it up to a dude. Uh, right now, it's better than 50-50 they're going to catch the ball, especially with the three or four of these guys. And McLean looked good. He had a really kind of a breakout day on Thursday. Thursday, yeah. yeah that was a, it was great to see because he had enough in practice up until the final two drives, and then he caught everything. It was probably like five catches in the span Well, he of made in, one on, in one-on-ones, uh, he made a 50-yard catch where he's running. It's, it's a little thing. I think Jordan threw it. It's one-on-one. It's just a go, basically. And he's two yards past the, the cornerback, but it's a little, tiny bit overthrown. It doesn't drop into the bucket. And he's running full speed, arms extended, catches it with his fingertips and hauls it in. It's like, okay. That's something. I You're mean, to go we're, make not a play? Do, we're not yeah. going to do cartwheels because you caught a pass like that. But man, that's good to see. Well, good because he's a guy that we expected to take that step forward. He was the guy at the end of last year that you went. There's hope for him. Well, he better. He's not going to play. Well, right. right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's accurate. I, well, do, I think, and you're going to run it well because they run it well. I mean, that's yeah. what Mike Norvell's offenses do. Alex Atkins. They're going to run the ball well. I think we feel good about the. They backs. scheme angles even when they don't win bully ball. Right. Like they find yeah, yeah, a way. Yeah, exactly. They're going to yeah. find a way to get. I mean, look, man. The, if you look at the per. Yards per carry for their top running backs since he's been here, they've all been no matter how the offense is doing. Right, they run for a high average per carry, um, and I think the receiver is going to be pretty good, and I think the quarterback play is going to be better. So, where you're concerned a little bit about that tight end position, we're not concerned, but you don't think there's a star there. Sometimes being good in all those other places opens it up, so you don't have to be outstanding at tight end. You can just have a guy run. Mark Easton Douglas can run to a spot, post up a linebacker, and catch a pass. He's a big dude. He, yeah. he can definitely post up somebody. I mean, that's a big guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not going to make dynamic Massive. plays, but that's no, a, it's a no. huge individual. Almost looks like a guy you may want to try out to tackle at some point because he's got good feet. He's, he's athletic for his size. You don't want your tight end's nickname Biscuit. I don't know that that's a great <laughs> nickname for a tight end, man. I just think it's you'd like it to be, I don't know. I don't know, but generally speaking, if you have a guy on your team nicknamed Biscuit, you feel good about Wasn't it. Wasn't Cornelius Bennett? That was his Biscuit, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. You feel well, good about a, a guy DN, named right? Biscuit. Yeah, okay, Linebacker. all right, that's true. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Just generally right. speaking, you're like, oh, Biscuit. Biscuit's remember a Remember that player. guy that played, uh, I can't remember what team it was, but he was like a walk-on manager type. It is. He came into the end of a basketball game when they were winning, and his nickname, he's this 5'10", 320-pound kid, and his nickname was Snacks. That, oh, is, that, was that was yeah a few years ago. That yeah. could play. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that was an awesome nickname. Way to Snacks. Go snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end on that note for a moment. It's uh, Seminole Headlines, ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio and Warchant TV. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over seventy-five years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Anything you want to tell me about uh, Pro Day there, Ira? So, yeah, Jermaine Johnson obviously is the big name Let's that go was there. Jermaine. But all he did was the bench press because he's going to stick with all of his times from the combine, which I don't disagree with because right. he had really good times at the combine. Uh, he did the bench, 27 reps at 225, which is more than uh, – Probably any of us could do, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't Slightly. Know. Maybe yeah, yeah, you know, like 25 more than yeah. I could do. But anyway, he... Um, what did uh, he do, 27? 27. Yeah. For a I guy with long-arm defensive end, I think he did good. 27 more than you could do. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. Go with 27 yeah. more than you could do, yeah. Um, so he uh, he was there, so there were a lot of scouts there because they're going to get to talk to talk to him and all that. Beyond that, man, I mean, there, they had a lot of guys participating. 
Jason Corbin. I was about to say, how did Corbin do? I mean, he looked good. I mean, it's hard to know for sure. I didn't. We didn't get there forty times because they're out in the middle of the field. And we're kind of behind a pin. But um, <laughs> you didn't use your phone to time them. A bunch of people were. It's pretty funny. Like like he was current players. Oh, and really? it was so funny. Miko Dotson was out there running, which is I like Miko Dotson. I know the coaching staff loves Miko Dotson. Uh, he just can never get healthy. He had a hernia surgery and just can never get healthy here. Um, but he he was working out and he um, when he ran. When I was standing next to a player, and the player was like, "I got him at four two seven. It's like, man, I don't think he's a four two seven. Yeah, he's not a doing doing the uh, yeah the forty times with your stopwatch isn't necessarily all that effective. But anyway, uh, he said he actually ran like a four four eight. But K- Corbin looked, I mean, he looked good. Um, uh, you know, Kier Thomas. I mean, you know, all those guys were out there. The um, McKenzie threw at the end. You know, they had the quarterback. Uh, he had him throwing to a bunch of different receivers, current receivers, and some of the guys, Andrew Parchment, and some of those guys. And uh, McKenzie, I mean, he looked good throwing the football in on air. Where's know? he going to coach next year? What college say, is he going to be know, at? Man. Uh, uh, he might be uh, knee-deep in the NIL stuff. That might be his full-time job is just running that NIL business that he's got. I was going to say, would it have been – because I was on the call yesterday with McKenzie. I don't think I – I'll ask him about Tate, and he really didn't talk about it much. Just said they're all looking good or whatever. But uh, I was. would it have been rude to ask, like, say the NFL doesn't work out and you go undrafted. Are you willing to play? And posing that as a hypothetical, like it, I don't want to be just straight up rude. Like, hey, when you're not drafted, which is definitely going to uh, sure. happen. Yeah. Would, would it have been rude to phrase a question though? Like, would you consider CFL or AFL or AFL two Arena League two? Like, I think would, you can phrase it in a way that it's not terrible. Right. Yeah. You would have had to give it some thought. So I, like, I did ask Parchment though, because I, I was thinking about like you know, because he wasn't here in the spring last year, he had to, he didn't come to the fall, and I think that really set him behind. At least I did. Yeah. And all these other receivers came in in the in the spring. I was like, looking back on, I know some things are out of your control, but would it, how much more beneficial would it have been if you'd have been here in the spring to have a full spring instead of getting here in August? And he's like, look, you know, look, I, you were out there by the second day. I was running first team, so. <laughs> I was like, all right, man, well, that's an answer. That's an answer. I that guess. is an I, answer. He's like, everybody has their own journey. It just didn't work out for me here for this reason and that reason. I was like, all right, man, I, I feel like it would have been beneficial. But well, it, 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 look, man, I mean, he was first team because of what they had. Well, yeah. I didn't want to say well, that. Well, that would have been good. Been my... That would have been really fun to be yeah. listening in on. If you'd gone, well, we know why you were first team. This was an ass-sorry group. Right. And you yeah. stumbled into first team. It's not like you helped them all that much. Thanks for the fourth and 14. But Always other, remember you, Other man. than that. He's got the um, um, D-Rob, Dominic Robinson. Him right. both have 4th and 14 forever. D-Rob did have four years in the program. I was going to say, so yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he did yeah, some yeah. other things. Yeah. I think he caught a pass, a touchdown pass in that game earlier in that game. Yeah. Good old D-Rob. Yeah, so that I'm glad you brought this up because it does help us recognize just how bad off that receiving core was, and they are appreciably better now. Yeah. Now, not a dominant group, not a group that you're going to be like, oh, this is the best in the conference. We're not saying that. But much further along yeah. with a chance to continue to grow. And the guys, 88 and 21, Portier and, and Williamson, have and McLean, you, you have to assume, and they've looked better. They have looked so better. Portier's looked really good on some days out there. Poke I've been will, very Poke impressed Poke with him. Because if he doesn't have to be a one, there you yeah. go. But I do this every time with Pokey. I always forget to even mention him, and he's been good. Yeah. Like he's, been, he's made plays all spring. And, he, and maybe it's come building off that Florida game where he had a couple of incredible catches, but he's been good. So if he's better... These other three, the newer, the younger guys with Portier and, and Williamson and, and McLean get better, plus at least the three transfers you have. There's some real competition for playing well, look, time. man, there's not a lot of teams they're going to play against might have one good corner or maybe even two good corners, but not a lot have three or four or five. So right. if you start getting those guys on the field, you get you're going to get right some spot. better matchups. Yeah, you plus, you right have to spot. earn your way on the field. Also, you know what I mean? Just to get on the field right now in this receiving core, you have to beat out some 
we, we pretty used, talented guys. We use the baseball analogy, like when you have a four starter as your ace, like Baltimore and Pittsburgh does all the time, or a five starter, <laughs> yeah. and that's why you get your head kicked in. But if they were a four starter, they'd be fine. Right. Well, I mean, I think the same thing is true here, and it's also true at linebacker right now. I think that, yeah. when, but because Tatum Bethune is going to be that guy that you can trust to be an every down guy and to diagnose and to trigger and make plays, and he's athletic enough to he can do a lot of things well. Then you slot everybody else down into their proper spot. Like Amari Gaynor will be better because of Tatum Bethune, mm-hmm. and Deloach was already getting so much better by the end yeah. of last year. Now he's your second guy or one B, however you want to look at him. Then all of a sudden Lundy doesn't have to be thrust into action to the extent that he was a year ago. So that group gets that much better. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's true at wide receiver. We'll see some real growth there because guys can be lined up where they belong, not as the one, but maybe right. as the two or the three, something along those lines. And that's definitely true of Pokey. Can we talk about Will Smith now? Will Smith. I mean, oh. we got it out there already. I, 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 yes, I want your take on Will Smith. Here's, here's the one thing I want to. I want. Oh I want to tweet this. This is what the people have been waiting for. Can, can, can I do this? this? Can I do this before you do this? Yes. Because you and I think a lot alike. Just uh, our tough upbringings in, yes. in real cities yeah. where people get hurt. Right. Not, like the not, suburbs. Uh, yeah, yeah. The country yeah, yeah, club yeah, life yeah, on Jimmy Carter you Boulevard. And Jimmy Carter over there. <laughs> so here's what I'll tell you. A couple of things. Chris Rock's never been in a fight in his life. Because if he had, there's no chance, no matter what, what kind of decorum you're trying to keep, that a man menacingly <laughs> walks towards you, anger on his face, and you keep your hands behind your back. That isn't going to happen. And then when First he, instinct when he, is going to be, I don't think anything's going to happen, but my hands aren't going to be behind my yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. It might be a different stance. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he also, when they somebody took a picture of him, like when he, I guess his arm was out, and they're like, this was his first inclination because it looked like he was balling up a fist, except his thumb was in his hand. Yeah, it's like yeah, how like a nine year old punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there were a lot of things he didn't know was kind of- <laughs> on that same token. It certainly appeared to me that that's probably not the first fight Will Smith's been in. Well, and that wasn't even a fight, but it wasn't man, a fight. It was an open hand. I'm not slap. thinking the first violent interaction he's had in 25 years is in front of 30 million people <laughs> on some lame, dumb. I think he was having a nervous break. I it was, was an odd, It was an odd. It was an odd thing. The only. Yeah, definitely. It's, there's a lot going on there. But the one thing I the one thing I did want to say is people are acting like that it's the end of civility in society. And it's like, first of all, man, there's a lot of other indications of where things are going yeah, in our society. Yeah, I was going to say, you could but go number, yeah, yeah, but online number, any day. Number two, at the end of the day, it was a slap. Well, it was yeah, not, not ideal. He didn't, he it didn't was the context of the slap. Yeah, I, I yeah. got gotcha. you. Yeah. I'm just saying, but people... People are going to see a lot more violence in a lot of different scenarios. Yeah, I, I mean, just, it's, you, you don't see it guys in tuxedos. I get it. Yeah, in front of the place, <laughs> billions of people. I'm, not, the, he, I'm just yeah. saying, like, but people are acting like it's it's the horror. So you I got, get guy the, got slapped. Yeah, you're clutching. Yeah, if you're clutching pearls, That's it's a I'm bit saying. much. That said, holy hell, oh, how crazy. bad off is Will Smith? He's got There's serious mental anguish going on here. Yeah, That's that's yeah. an insane reaction to a banal joke. I think even not the, even a good joke. It was not a good joke no. at all. And I could get how it hurt your feelings. I don't know that Chris Rock knew about her condition. But well, well, it, hold if on, he they're did, married. No, yes. Chris Rock. Chris oh, Rock. okay. Yeah, Sorry, I know I Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was What's the matter with well, you? Well, you slap him. Slap him. Hey, let me tell you something. Yeah. I think Chris Rock did know about her condition. Well, I don't like. Yeah. It's a bad joke. <laughs> it's a bad it, it's joke. a tasteless joke. Yeah. It is, but it's a joke. It's yeah. not a be. He even if he'd have just yelled what he yelled, that yeah. would have been like okay. Well, that's a little much. But it, man, it was all walking absurd. across the stage, that's just <laughs> nuts. It's incredible that we no, saw that. No, it is nuts. It is nuts. Like I can't think of three crazier things we've seen on live TV. 
When the guy, uh, the video, uh, okay, so there was a guy in Louisiana whose son was molested by a karate instructor, and he shot him in the head when they were transporting him from jail. To well, no, but I'm saying that, 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 actually, Wait, I, that actually, well, we could do that a million. Happened, that happened live. Oh, well, we, we were watching shot that. In that the wasn't head. a national. I've seen it. It's awesome. I'm saying we weren't all as a collective country <laughs> watching that. You I'm, know what he did? You know how he set it up? Imagine in today's airport, there'd be no chance. My man pretended to be on a payphone. In disguise, while they were transporting him, they're just walking him. He goes, walks up, bang! That's how they killed Hyman Roth in Godfather Two, or yeah, shot him. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, guy yeah, was yeah. pretending to be on a phone. That's probably airport. where he got the idea. Yeah. The old payphone trick. Uh, yeah, so I, I can't. I mean, national TV. There aren't many things that have been crazier than that, where everybody was like, "What just happened?" I didn't see it. I, I, I saw didn't it. Either. I, I saw it like four o'clock in the morning when I couldn't sleep as usual. We were on a phone call with my daughter. Kim and I were on a FaceTime call, and I looked, checked my Twitter, and I just saw these. Like OMGs. People going and what, nuts. Yeah. Did, what just did that happened? just happen? What just happened? A lot happened? of people that thought it was stuff. staged. Yeah. I did too the first time I saw well, the video. Well, the, the slap to me didn't look real. It looked like he went up there and fake slapped him, I thought. And the then way you hear his the reaction. sound from the Australian broadcast. Well, You're no. Like, well, but real. even the regular broadcast, they show they, they everything's bleeped out. There's just a bunch of silence, but you can see Chris Rock talking. They switch to Will Smith, and you can ye- you can see what he's yelling to him. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, this is real. Like, he's ma- he's mad. <laughs> He's mad like legit mad. Yeah, like he's never been made. Played. What a joke. Well, yeah, you, there's a lot of things. What would you all. have done? I was thinking about this because obviously Will Smith towers over me. So he would have destroyed me if I if I fought back. I, I probably would have tried to tackle him maybe on the way out. Maybe. Well, I think you'd have taken a step back. You're not going to be in range to get hit. First of all, step out of range. But somebody like it's footwork, baby. Somebody like Chris Rock. <laughs> I, 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 I feel a connection with Chris Rock because I haven't been in a fight since middle school. And we're smaller guys. You know, I'm not Will Smith six three two twenty. What am I going to do to him? But what did what did he think he was coming to do? To do maybe a fake. Well, thing. I think he thought he was hamming it up. Yeah, I think he thought he was he's Will Smith. I do think that. I think I think he thought. I, I, I doubt think he thought you, he was going to get slapped in the middle of the Academy Awards. You drop your right foot back a little bit <laughs> right. and just sure. kind of get your okay, hands right, in front of your ready you're, position. You're getting to my point, right. which is footwork, baby. There's no yeah. chance I'm going to get hit, and if Flat I'm going to get swung my hands at, there's going to be a quick counter. So there's, I'm prepared for that. I would not have been prepared for that because it just is Will Smith. It'd be like Paul Rudd. Or Tom Hanks walking <laughs> no, up no, and just smacking. No, Paul Rudd walked up to you. You wouldn't be nervous. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> so, but slide my me point again, is, Paul. Slide me again. Yeah, go ahead, so if Paul. It, if it does happen and, you, and you, it happens to you like it happened to Rock, like I know you're stunned. So there's going to be ten or fifteen. He actually seconds. handled it like a pro, though. But what would yeah. you have done? Because I think. I don't know if I would have tackled him. I definitely would have tried to do a cheap shot. Well, he's walking. He's already. By the time you I would have left off being the stage. shocked, no, it's I think, too late. Yeah, and I think you're in so, his position. He doesn't have rage. He no, was yeah. just he getting around. He's absolutely stunned that any of this just like, happened. What the hell just happened? Yeah, which is, but yeah. I, I, he kept it so professional when Will Smith was yelling at him. I think what I would have done now that I've had, and who knows? It's like people that predict how they would act in war. Yeah. You, you don't know. You, no. I know this isn't a war situation, I say, clearly. A, I was just people that are dumb yeah. to think that how they'd be brave in a right. war. You don't know. But I think I would have just said, hey, Questlove, I hope you win, but I'm not doing this anymore, and I'm not opening, I'm not yeah. opening this envelope. Have Will Smith or his bald wife do it. Yeah. And walk off the stage. Well, it, it was it was a shame because that was a cool award. Yeah, poor, that was a great yeah, award, and it ruined run. everything I too. Yeah. So I think that would have been the play: is just be like, y'all are just gonna let him smack me, go sit down, yell at me, and I'm gonna stand I, I think on the you stage. You looked over at security because he would have had a right to look at security. Like we're just gonna let they just roll up on the stage here. And just do <laughs> like, like whatever. <laughs> the punchline in Atlanta has better security. <laughs> what are we doing here? This Funny is Bones just, has yeah. real security. <laughs> It's also crazy that Will Smith thought so little of Chris Rock defending himself that he slapped him and right. turned around and just walked away 
thinking that, you're not going to come come get me. No, he knew he wasn't going to come get him. <laughs> he knew he knew he knew that, that he was standing there like this, and he didn't want to going to do anything. Do you think Howard Stern brought this up? If The Rock is presenting, no, he doesn't go no up chance. there. No, no chance. chance. All right. No right. chance. No, and and the whole thing is crazy. I, it's it was incredible. I can't. I, will, you, I went to yeah. bed thinking about it, and the first thought when I woke up is like, did that happen? Did Will Smith smack Chris Rock? I joked on about it on the air yesterday that I don't. So people know I bring it up all the time. My life's an open book. I don't sleep well, and I and I don't help myself either because I'll get up and do the thing you're not supposed to do by scrolling yeah. on your phone or whatever. I shouldn't do that when I can't sleep. That's how I found out about it. Mm. I actually thought because I did it that way, I thought I was dreaming. When I woke up again <laughs> at five thirty, I was like, oh, that. Well, I just had a crazy dream that Will Smith slapped. You Chris think Chris Rock? Rock like, you think Chris Rock slept that night? I think he's talking with Seinfeld. Like, what's our next play? <laughs> Him and Colin Quinn. <laughs> what do we got to do? How we get this guy uh, back? I, the guy that didn't sleep was Will Smith because that that has to be. I mean, can you imagine the amount of things that he has to think about now? That that's not a it's not a great look for him. How would forward. Kevin Hart have handled it? I'd, he'd have run. But he works out though, so he, he's also, he might have like fake tough guy. Like I can I can handle run. my own. If he was smart, he would have run. So Will Smith's like six two. Yeah, Will Will's not small. Yeah. yeah, and he's been an action star for twenty five years. So not you know that, he's he got boxed, a trainer. He, he grew trained up in for well, yeah. he trained for Ali. So yeah. I imagine he learned how to throw a punch right. if he didn't know how already. Because you got it. Because you got to be able to throw that on film. By the way, Chris Rock handled it all right. I mean, no, he did. No, no. Yeah, he as far great, as like he actually the, made fun of the moment. He's like, no, I mean he handled oh. the punch. He handled the slap. It's a slap. It's not a punch. That was the other thing. I was that was back to my point. Like people were acting like I don't know, man. My dad's bigger than. Will Smith and my dad slapped me when I was like 15 years yeah, old. Yeah, you didn't get knocked, and over. I didn't get knocked down. Right? No, no, no. Just, you should be. Able I mean, to my, slap. my my face went numb for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my dad was a big dude. Yeah, but Chris Rock's but, like 60 years down. old. That's like, pretty good chin. I, I didn't realize how old both of them are. Yeah, both yeah. of them are older than us by by a good bit. Chris Rock's 57. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, they got, they got better makeup, people. Yeah, I, and I've always been a big Chris Rock fan. So I, am I didn't, too. I didn't I like am. that. I'm not. I've never been a huge Will Smith fan. I mean, I think he's a good actor. I don't. Well, he's all right. I mean, he's, he's good in that movie. Did you see that movie? I one had four? no desire to. I've read the story. I know it's it. Good. It's, it's good. It's a good movie. He's sure good it is. in it. But uh, no, he's, you know what he is? He's one of these guys like Kevin Costner. He's either really good in it or horrible. But what's awesome is he's literally, like, his whole marketability is how likable he is. Right. That's what he, he's, he's got he, a National Geographic show that me and the kids were in the middle of he, watching. But he's him. lovable. He's likable. That's his whole That's his whole yeah. thing. And that just got sliced in half. Half the population is like, screw that guy. Well, now you're like. That guy needs professional that's, help. Yeah, is what you're if, at. if you're friends with Will Smith, or if you're close, or you care about him, you are oh, checking you're, on you're him. You're like my man needs to see yeah. somebody because that's not a normal reaction. Yeah. Some headlines: ninety three three Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Hey, headliners and elite headliners, it's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you, but we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system, we're offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
What I love most about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. So we'll check on the latest news out of uh, Florida State. We, obviously, people are uh, making comments as we go along here. We'll, if we get any confirmation on anything, we'll, uh, we'll mention Florida State there. Just another player is said to have entered the transfer portal. We don't know that to be the case just yet. Corey's furiously uh, checking. My, my, my tweets aren't loading, so sorry, guys. I, I do my, know, my I do know this. Uh, we did Stupid think phone. that this was going to be a vital camp for a lot of people and an important spring for, for the coaches and, and for this program. It's to be expected, by the way, I would think, um, that a lot of guys will, uh, will be considering uh, their, their place on this team uh, as we move forward in, you know, in spring football ends. Because you've got some guys who, I, who have played a lot of football that are now getting pushed down the depth chart. We said the, that he has entered the portal, but I thought he had a good camp so far. They were utilizing yeah, his speed too. in certain ways that uh, they, we hadn't seen previously, and, and he was running with a little bit more conviction. Uh, that room, by the way, that running back room is the surprise to camp. I think it's, it's, it's decidedly better than I would have anticipated. It's, it's, yeah. I, that's a good group. He was a, bit, he was a little part of that because he did look like he could be something he could get. I don't know. He wasn't going to be a feature guy by any stretch, but you give him the ball two or three times a game. He was running hard. He'd cut it up inside. Maybe he was doing that to have some film to show wherever he wants to go next, <laughs> where, he, where he has a chance to actually play. Um, but, yeah, Ward's been good. Toa Feely. Um, and then Benson, they all look, and even the uh, walk-on, uh, Campbell, has looked good too, man. They got they got some guys in that, in that room that can really play. good, yeah. by the way. And I think Glenn may have seen the writing on the wall there yeah. too. Uh, well, and I think it, it's not it's probably not all that stunning that after a scrimmage, you maybe see where you are in the depth right. chart and how many carries, and you're like, okay, this isn't just going to work out. This isn't going to work out for me. Let me go ahead and get on and try to find find a, a better spot for And them. I don't fault kids for that at no. a certain point. At a certain point, I if you're fifth if they on do the it. depth chart and you've been here two years and, no. and a walk-on is playing better than you are? I fault them if they do it in October. Yeah. Um, I don't fault them if they do it uh, right now because, yeah, you got to go find a home, man. The uh, C.J. Campbell thing is interesting because back in, in the fall last year when he was a freshman and he was with the scout team, you'd see him break long runs. So you knew he had some talent. I didn't know he'd move up this quickly. Uh, with the main group, and he's—I mean—he looks really—he looks a lot like just the—he's not similar in the way he runs to Trayshawn Ward, but it's a very similar progression to where they've put him up against the better defense, and he's played still played really well. Trey Benson looks good. Um, well, Trayshawn's gotten better. Mm-hmm. Sophia's gotten a little bit thicker. So yeah, they're they're in really good shape with that running back. Rodney right? Hill was a nice addition. Yes. Oh, that's that a too. really nice yeah. player. We and should that's talk a guy about that's him. Probably that's another reason why Corey Wren realizes yeah. he's screwed. I mean, it makes sense to ride if you're Corey Wren. I think they're going to lose upwards of five to seven people somewhere in that neighborhood. They've already lost two. Well, don't we think they – I mean, they have to, right? Like, right now, their roster numbers are – we don't know for sure. Right. Like, there are some fringe guys that I guess I – we don't know for sure if they're on scholarship or not. But if you go by the scholarship numbers they yeah, had, the ones I go. count – well, yeah. no, the ones I counted on the roster for the spring, they had 84. And that's not counting Armella and the guys that are coming, coming in. in. So that's 
you, when you talk about those guys, you're talking about 88 or 89 guys that you have full scholarships to. So they're going to have to lose, and you're, you want to go in the portal. So you got to get down to right now. You're, so now you're at 83 with Corey Wren. You've probably got to get down to uh, what? 82 with Brownlee? Uh, no, Brownlee didn't count. Mm-hmm. I had already taken it. So uh, they were 85 with Brownlee. So now they're down to 83. You got to figure there's going to be six or seven guys that yeah, probably well, I, leave. That's which what is, I said between five yeah, and seven. So there you go. I, yeah. I think that's the normal. That's probably the normal. Uh, Number for, well, for Lord a team knows coming if you got a pinch, you could cut one of the fifteen tight ends and suck. I mean, well, we you don't got cut. enough guys. We don't cut. You don't cut. Oh, you well, maybe yeah. <laughs> you you maybe sorry. You suggest they you might suggest go want to go somewhere else. You'll you put in a good guys word. Guys that can't play yeah. stacking deep at one particular position group. We, we're gonna move it on down the line here, boys. Yeah. So don't you think I? Don't you think they'll? Well, yeah, Wren will be one of Brownlee and Wren. They're probably gonna be at least six more guys that enter the portal here coming up in the next month. Yeah, I think there's four more freshmen that are. Expected to come in, so yeah. that so that you need those spots, and then yeah, if you're going to bring in maybe three portal guys, yeah, you may have to you know see five six guys go. All I'm saying is, if tomorrow you heard that, you know, Green McKnight was no longer mm-hmm. going to be here, you wouldn't be stunned. Hypothetically, hypothetically, I'm just, just throwing out a name. I'm just throwing out a name. Right, it's random. Right. <laughs> sure, okay, but there are always guys that you like. That's a prime candidate for whatever reason mm. to move it along. Yeah. They're stacked at a position. He's a junior. Why would you keep yeah, that kind of thing? Right. Well, I mean. and there's also some guys that sometimes you think that and it doesn't work out that way. I mean, Renardo Green is a guy that. Now, he's he, responded yeah, tremendously he's, he's, well. Because he's been injured and everything. He seems like he's been passed over at safety. Well, now they move him to corner and he's having, he's having a good composition at corner. So uh, guys can turn it around if that's what they want to do. Sometimes you know if the numbers just don't work out, it doesn't make sense. It'll, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna get to that number, and and we weren't. We, yeah, I guess the point is post scrimmage, post spring in total, you're gonna yeah. lose four to seven people. Right. That was always to be expected. Whenever the names come out, you kind of have to take a step back and decide: does that hurt them? Is that does that take them? Does that mean somebody young has to step up in a hurry, or do you have a veteran presence there? Like when we found out Brownlee left, the thing that hurt was I thought, well, that guy. Certainly was on the field a ton. Yeah, he played more than anybody. Yeah, Yeah. so all right, so you do lose some experience and you lose some physicality. So how is that offset? Then you assess what you have in in replacement. Other guys, you're going to hear the name and you're going to go, and you know that's well. Most guys that are going to transfer at the end of spring is because they're they don't like where they're at. in in the big scheme of things. Headliner questions forthcoming. You guys got a lot of them. We'll get to them next.